Monday, everyone, and sadly, it is the last day of August. I don't know about you, but I feel like dating is better in the summer. I live up in New England, specifically in Boston, and winter kind of sucks, and we're already seeing the days are getting shorter, the weather is changing, some of the leaves are changing, and you know, it's time to just kind of bring out the frumpy sweaters and do your thing. So that's kind of where we are with that. Uh, Sorry to start your Monday off on a sour note, but times are changing. You know what else is changing is because of this podcast, I have decided to, you know, for conversational purposes and, you know, getting back in the know, I have reactivated some of my dating accounts or dating app accounts. And as I look through Hinge, I realize I currently have 97 collapsed conversations. What does that say about me? I have no idea. Are there 97 conversations that went anywhere? Absolutely not. There may be a couple gems in there, but um, you know, 97? I'm pretty sure that's the entire database of Hinge, so things are not looking up. Uh, There has been some updates to Hinge, and I'll bring them up in this episode, uh, entailing uh, giving people a rose. Don't know what that's about. Don't have bachelor vibes. Don't want them. Are roses aggressive? I don't really know. But today, in this episode, we're talking about kind of aggressiveness, both on the apps and on dates, whether that's, uh, you know, a guy sliding his hand on your inner thigh or like berating you on a dating app because you didn't stroke his ego. We're going to touch upon that. Uh, We've kind of a theme through the last couple of weeks is we've all kind of mentioned that it's nice to have an assertive guy that confident that takes control that will ask you out and do all those things so we don't have to do them. But I also have a story for you. I mean, why not just kick things off with a story? So this is this is a story where aggression and confidence and all that just takes a weird turn, and I thought it would be great for all of you to hear. I'm a frequent gym goer. I used to work in a gym back in the day. It's just part of my lifestyle. And honestly, I go to work out. I know it could be a great place to meet other people or, you know, find dates. I've never really looked at it that way. I'm really always gross, and I'm really just focused on getting in and out of there, not really spending too much time socializing. The only men that really approach me there are old as fuck. I'm talking about the ones that are like, not just saying like, oh, they're old, like, you know, five, 10 years older, like old. And there was this one man in particular, I'm telling you, he must be like mid 50s or 60s. And he would come up, like I would see him lifting weights, and he would always just like come up and compliment me, but not like not in a weird way. Usually just like, oh, wow, like you lift more weights than the guys. Like, good for you. Like, you're so strong. You're super badass. And I was like, okay, like, thanks. Yeah, whatever. And so like I would see him from time to time and he would say that. And then one day he came up to me and he had like this scrolling, uh, I don't know, app on his phone. And in like bright lights, it said badass and it was blinking at me. And I was like, wow, that's that's amazing. Like, Did you get a new app on your flip phone? It was pretty like innocent, whatever, like, you know, old guys got to get their yayas. So cool, whatever. But then things got weird. So I think it was around this time last year, he approached me and he said, I have a birthday present for you. And I was like, okay, like, you know, creep factor, kind of high, a feeling it. 
And I'm like, well, you know, my birthday's not till the winter, so uh, maybe you could just, you know, wait on that. And he's like, no, 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 I have it for you. It's, it's in the trunk of my car. So let me tell you, I am stressing because I don't really know this guy. Like, why, why is he like, I have a gift for you? Like, this is creepy. I, I'm just like, you know, I got to wrap up my workout, get out of here. So I saw him leave and I was like, awesome. And then he turns around, he comes back in and he has like the plastic, you know, grocery bag. And I'm like, oh God, what could this be? Like, oh God. And he hands it to me to like open it in front of him. And I'm like, okay, I open it and it is a double XL hot pink t-shirt. Okay. <laughs> you know, I'm not a double XL, um, but appreciate it. And I will, I'm not a girl that wears pink ever. So already we're already, you know, over two. I opened up the shirt and in, and written in Sharpie was the words badass. It, like it looks like someone wrote it with their left toe and there's a barbell spray painted on it. So like, you know, when you go to the beach as a kid and you get those like t-shirts with like your name on it, well, the barbell looked like that, but then badass was written in Sharpie. So I was just like, oh, cool. He's like, yeah, yeah, I got that made for you. I was like, thanks. Thanks. This is, this is interesting. Wow. Oh gosh. Like I will inside. I'm like dying. So I put it in my car and I kind of forgot about it. And I don't know if that was like a passing of a torch. Like, are we going steady? Like, I don't know what that was. So the next time I saw him came up to me and said, my wife is getting a little jealous. Okay, pardon, pardon me. What, what, what? Like, I just was, I was like, what do you mean? He's like, well, she's heard that I, g I gave you a t-shirt. And she's like, she's just like jealous. And he's like, side note, you know, we've been married for like, 30 something years. But to be honest with you, like it's it was over like 15 years ago. I'm taking a moment of silence for me in that moment. And for all of you that are like, what? <laughs> no, uh, I don't know in his mind if he was thinking like that would open the door for me to be like, that's really great. Like get a divorce. Let's go out. Your relationship is over. You gave me a T-shirt. Amazing. But uh, no, he just kind of lingered. And I was like, oh, uh, uh, so, uh, this is, oh, sorry to hear that. Like, uh, it's just a T-shirt. OK. So then I think the following week, his wife comes in to the gym. I've never seen his wife ever. And I see them both looking at me. And I'm like, oh, my God, I've never. This is this is getting too weird. I'm going to get shipped here. Like, my life is over. And I end up like going to one of the mats to like stretch and I'm like by myself. I've never seen this guy come over to the mats. They both come over and sit next to me. So I am like, I have had it. Like this is so weird. So I peace out. Again, when he's alone, he comes up to me and he starts talking to me. And I'm like, you know what? I say straight up to him. I'm like, this is enough. This is getting weird. Like I'm done with this. And he just gave me a look. And I've not spoken to him since then. He has not come up to me. I still see him. And like, I'm glad that he got the message. But at the same time, boundaries, dude. Seriously. Do you think that a young girl's really going to respond to you getting her a t-shirt and then telling her that you and your wife have a bad marriage and you want to leave her? 
And I think the same would be said if he wasn't 50 something or 60 something years old, if he was even my age, like it's just the boundaries, 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 and like think before you do something. That's kind of the theme for today's episode. We have Abby and Allie. They both just turned 30. I've known Abby for quite a while. Interesting enough, uh, Abby used to work where I used to work while she was in college, and we were very close in age, so she was kind of like the student intern, um, and I used to like swear in front of her all the time, so um, we just bonded, and I saw it was her birthday, and I sent her a message, and she just said, you know, I'd love to come on the podcast, or maybe I made her come on, I don't know. So she brought her friend Allie, who's also from this area, and she is in New York City, and they're talking about their dating experiences, and when guys get aggressive and mean, which I think we can all pretty much relate to. So without further ado, let's get started. So they say there are power in numbers, and that's pretty evident because we have another twosome. They are not living in a bubble together like the previous two ladies, but they are college friends that have recently entered their 30s. So I would like to welcome to the podcast, Abby and Allie. Welcome, ladies. Thanks so much for having us. Yes, thanks so much for being here. (laughs) So let's get started with intros. Um, Abby, since no one can see you, why don't you talk first and talk a little bit about, you know, you, dating life, your current status, things like that. Um, My name is Abby and I'm single. So I'm not on any of the dating apps now, but um, I have been like on and off for like a few years. I learned a lot and met a lot of interesting people along the way. Awesome. And Allie? So I'm Allie, and I just turned 30 a couple months ago. Um, I am on all the dating apps, Tinder, Bumble. I'm not on Match because it's too expensive. Hinge. Oh, Coffee Meets Bagel, which is a big one in, like, the New York City area. And, yeah, I'm on and off of them. I don't – I mostly go on them when I'm, like, laying in bed at night, bored, and then – you know, it's just like a nightly thing that I just scroll through and yeah, still single, ready to mingle. <laughs> I love how you just said that it's a, a nightly thing. Cause I feel like a lot of us are at that point right now, like sitting in bed and scrolling when you're bored, because like, there's nowhere to go. You can't go out to really the bars and meet people. So it's like, let me just see what's going on. Abby, are you doing that too? Oh, or you're taking um, a break, right? Yeah, right now I'm taking a break, but before I would do that more like in the morning. And then like, the if I, like, yeah, like I would wake up to it instead of like checking Instagram. I would be like, oh, I'm going to go on Hinge or like I'll go like back on Bumble. And then like by the time I got to work, it would be like, oh, okay, I like these guys. And then maybe I'll talk to them like this afternoon. Like it would stress me out too much to do it at night, to like start it at night. Yeah, that's how I approached it. Because I think also it's just like then you get in a conversation and you're like, I just want to go to bed right now. I don't really want to be like, how are you? How's your day? What do you do for work? And yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I'm definitely more of an early riser than like stay up super late. And when I was on the apps, I was in grad school and working full time. So it was like I had to schedule it. So it was like, okay, this is like the, the dating time is this time. And like, 
now that I'm out of that routine, it's like, there's no room for that anymore. Or like, I just have little interest in it right now. Oh, Allie, you mentioned quite a few apps, which (laughs) is awesome. I mean, you got to put it everywhere. How are you managing being on all different types of ones? And are you seeing the same faces? But you're, you also said you're in New York. Yeah, I'm in like the tri-state area. I'm in right right outside of New York City in New Jersey. Like a hop, skip and a jump away. Okay, so you have you've got a pool, a pretty big pool that you can go through. But a talk about that large pool with it's almost um, it's it, almost impossible. You think it would be the opposite because you have so many options, um, but I feel like there's so many guys out there, and everyone isn't really looking for anything serious. And that's what I've kind of stumbled upon. This I've been here for a little over four years, and you know everyone I've met, and you know I thought that it was like a blossoming relationship it turns out that it's like oh I don't want anything serious oh I'm working on my career or I'm still in school and I don't really have time so I can only see you like for fun and that's kind of what's been the pattern that's been going on with me so it's safe to say for both of you really like you're past the point of like I'm just on the apps for a good time, a one-time thing. You're hoping it leads to someone that you could potentially date for a bit. Not saying like, let's rush off and get married, but potentially date. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I don't know about, I don't really still to this day, like I've been on the apps since we've been in college. And um, I feel like I always, like back in the day, I remember it was like junior year of college was when I first started being on the apps. And I would meet some, like I really remember that. That's yeah. I would meet some like really cool people, but I was so ashamed of being on the apps at the time mm-hmm. that that is what got in the way. Like I was so insecure, and I wouldn't even like tell people because I'm like, oh my god, it's so embarrassing. Like I can't meet someone in like a normal setting. Like I always, I've been meeting people online. I feel like that like held me back a lot, and now I'm like, I'm on all of them. I'm on <laughs> you name it, I'm on it. So. It's, like, did you so. find that like there was the same people in all the apps there? That's how it is up around Boston. It was like yes. it was all the same in grad students. Yeah. Well, I feel like back then, back then, oh my God, I'm really yeah. like, aging myself. <laughs> Their Tinder didn't exist. Tinge didn't exist. Like it was yeah. basically just like OkCupid and like match at the time, really. Um, so I feel like when I first was on them, I didn't really see there wasn't really anything to compare it to. So I just would, you know, the people I talked to was the people that I talked to. So. Yeah. And so obviously you girls were friends in college and going out dating in college life is obviously different in adult life. And now with dating app life, is there any differences as to when you guys were together in college, kind of going out and meeting people and now? I don't know about Abby, but for me in college, like, the people that I hung around with, it was a very like close knit group of people. And I'm not, even to this day, I'm not a type of person that like likes to go out to a bar. I don't know. I spent a lot of my time just like hanging out with in small groups of people. Like I didn't like going out and drinking, like nothing has really changed. I'm the same way now. So I feel like it's really hard to meet people when you kind of have that personality as like a homebody or like an introvert. Mm-hmm. That's why we're such good friends. Yeah. <laughs> I remember so, like, in college, my roommate, his, like, we would just, like, hang out in, like, 
do our makeup really crazy and stuff and like hang out in the dorms and I remember my roommate's dad was like why don't you guys have boyfriends like why don't you just go out and like meet boys and we're like what like I didn't even think of that oh (laughs) (laughs) yeah and I feel like in my college I I don't know if Abby can say the same but I also I had to like work all through college so like when I wasn't in class I literally was waiting tables on the side Mm -hmm. so it's like even when all, because I remember Abby and I lived together our senior year. We lived with like a bunch of girls and they would, at that time, you were going out, Abby. You were going out to the mm-hmm. bars all the time. And I'm like, oh, I'm working because, you know, that was just my situation. So it's like, even then, and by the time I got out of work, I'm like, oh, I don't want to go. Yeah. So which is why I resorted to the online dating because I'm like, well, I'm not meeting anybody. And even like going out to the bars and stuff, like, I just remember like, me and then like the same group of friends that we were hung out with like we were all so shy and like we were kind of geeky in college like we we were really funny like we thought we were really funny but like we wouldn't go out and like talk to guys like we would have guys in like the groups that we went out with but they were also like pretty geeky and like it was fun but we weren't meeting new people or anything now before we get into I know that the two of you have some horror stories that you could talk about I want to take a minute and have you both participate in our Not a John Wayne segment. So like every week, our guests make their plea in 60 seconds or less about what is not a John Wayne. So really, whatever you're not looking for, what doesn't embody that like manly man or just the guy that you're hoping will save you from swiping and (laughs) make you, you know, an official girlfriend, something like that. We're going to hear it right now. So, Abby, do you have a topic in mind that you'd like to share? Yes. Hey, guys. Kristen here with an editor's note because we all know I don't have a production team and I do this all by myself. Um, Abby didn't really get the gist of Not a John Wayne. And when she finally listened to the podcast, she decided that she wanted to do it over. So she's using her phone operator sex voice that she recorded after this and sent it to me. So bear with it. Um, it's still a good segment, but, you know, she'll have to come back and prove herself. Here it is. Okay, guys or women or whoever's going out on dates. Please make sure that you are self-aware and confident in what you're looking for and what you're going after when you start dating. Um, there's like, there's so many people that I've gone out with that are like, oh, I'm looking for, you know, like a long-term committed relationship. And then, you know, then they just disappear. And it's like, okay, if you're not into it, just say so. Or the opposite of like, yeah, I'm just looking for something casual and fun. And then they just start acting like super serious. And then you're just getting mixed signals and it's confusing. I know... I was struggling with that too, like when I was beginning to date, just being like, uh, not really confident in that I do want something more committed, but I'm not going to act like that. So mixed signals, not cool. Allie, you have a lot on your shoulders right now. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I don't even know where to begin. Um, Just pick a topic and then run with it. All right. I, so I really dislike when guys like the first thing they're when they say they don't even say hi they don't introduce themselves they go what what what's up what are you doing tonight you busy you around want to come over it's like hi it's very nice to meet you no i don't want to come over like it's like no one <laughs> like they it's just i don't know every every guy thinks it's like a booty call and i wish there was 
an app that is like, I am not looking for a booty call. I'm looking for a real relationship. So that's your plea is, yes. So so your plea is make sure you have a salutation in your message. Yes. (laughs) Like, like I just want to, or another thing that I do not like is the, um, I call it like the interview questions where, you know, this has happened a lot when, um, you know, sometimes I'm like, here's my number. Like, I'm don't really like during the day, I'm not on the apps obviously because I'm working. So I'm like, here's my number. Like if you want to, if I'm actually interested in someone and I'm like, let's just text and like, see what happens. And they're like, what's your favorite color? What's your favorite food? (laughs) What's your favorite movie? And it's like, this is all where do you want to travel to yeah it's like this is all like ask me out on a date and then yes we can talk about this stuff but like so the interview questions is just something if that starts happening I'm like no I'm not doing this yeah like I just like when guys are like let's go for drinks Friday night and I'm like okay done where they tell you where and I'm like okay that is what I like I don't like the whole like texting before a date because I feel like it sets like up an expectation almost that like you're already dating I don't know I don't know if that makes sense but that's how I feel well I have a question for both of you I was gonna save this for my intro but now that you just said that so I kind of made my return to hinge you know for research purposes for this podcast (laughs) and do you know on hinge someone can send you a rose did you know this um I just I just it is new because yeah. I am also unhinged because I feel like it has the best <laughs> algorithm. It shows, it like knows my type, I think. Uh-huh. Um, so that's my, <laughs> that's definitely okay, my, so. my go-to app. And I just noticed that you can send a rose. I haven't sent a rose or received no. one. I received So manager. I want to get your feedback on this. So you kind of said that you're like Chase, like hi first of all say hello and then say let's get drinks here well mm-hmm. this guy I was talking to he had sent me a rose and so I was like okay he sent me a rose I'll you know let's connect so I was like you know he told me I was pretty so I was like okay there you go like that opens the door for you know he just tell a girl she's pretty and then I was like oh that you're really sweet like how are you and he's like good how are you know good how are you and then he said how do I get to know you better like we haven't, like, I don't, his profile is not really filled out. Like there's like a couple photos. And I said, huh, well, by having a conversation, he then replies, I bet you don't have an interesting bone in your body. And like, before what? I could respond, he unmatched. Yeah. And so question for both of you, like, has that one, has that happened to you? And two, like, what are your preferred methods? Do you do you want to talk a little bit with them to make sure they're not going to kill you? Or do you, you just want to get right to the date? Like what, what are your preferences when you have these conversations? I feel like I've never had anybody like unmatch me that quickly, but there's definitely, (laughs) (laughs) sorry, sorry. I feel like there's definitely though this, like there's guys that are on those apps that are just there to be angry and like try to like find a woman who's like who doesn't say the exact perfect thing in their brain so they're like Mm -hmm. see goodbye like you're mean or you're you know (laughs) give give me a chance and it's like uh hello like all you know is my name and that like I traveled once and from this picture like you like Mm -hmm. what I think like there's just guys on there that are just angry and looking to be angry towards anybody that might say the wrong thing without knowing 
Um, but I feel like my preference for like, ch like I like to chat a little more than Allie does like before going out with a person, but I feel like there's a window where it's like, if, a, if neither of you ask each other out in person, like to go out in person within like 24 hours of matching or like talking, then it's never going to happen. Cause I've had so many conversations that just go on and on and it's just like, how's your day? How's this? And it's like, you, we're not pen pals yet. Like this, you know, I don't. We're here to date in person, so meeting up. But then, if you like talk too much before a date, then it's like, what do you talk about on a date? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's where I run into issues usually. By the second date, I'm like, I've run out of topics, and now we're talking about work. <laughs> I also have found that got like I've come across that too. Just like like very um, like angry men who are taking out their past traumas on you because mm -hmm. you said like one little thing that has like triggered them, right. you know? So it's like, I was talking, I actually was ve feeling very ballsy this day. And I saw this like really cute guy on Instagram. He is um, like a comedian in the New York city area. And, you know, I messaged him cause I was like, Oh, he's cute. Like, why not? And like, I was, you know, I don't know. I just sent him a message on Instagram and we actually ended up like talking. And then I told him, I'm like, I left teaching because I went to school for teaching and I was like, I just, you know, I could go on and on about that. But, you know, we, we talked about, it and he's like, what do you mean you don't like teaching? My mom's been a teacher for 45 years and literally like stopped talking to me because I like offended him because his mom was a teacher. And I'm like, I didn't say I didn't like teachers. I just said teaching wasn't for me. And he got so angry and like, he's like, yeah, maybe we won't go out for that drink. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> Like, I was like, what? Like, it was so weird. And I'm like, all right, buddy. Like, note to self, don't date, like, a comedian because they're, like, depressed creatures on the inside. Yeah, well, that's what <laughs> they have <laughs> So I was like, all right. Wonder why he's still single. Exactly. But kudos to you for, like, taking initiative and reaching out to him. I mean, even on Instagram, like, I feel like as bold as guys think that they are all confident and arrogant, like they're chicken shit when it comes mm -hmm. to really like doing anything. And I feel like we have to do all the work. They may mm -hmm. like initiate the first date, but after that, it's like, you got to do all the chasing and following up and yeah. So yeah. For you. props. So I was, yeah, I was feeling ballsy that day. That's not a normal, <laughs> a normal thing that happens in my life. No. You're, you're better at that than I am. I remember standing on the train with you and you're like, oh, this guy's cute. I'm going to message him. I'm like, you are? You're going to message him? And then you're like, he has hot arms. I'm going to message him. And that's what you did. You're just like, I like your arms. And he's like, thanks. No, not to be negative. I know we talked about it a little bit, but are there any horrifying situations that the dating apps have presented in your life, whether they led to bad dates or just really weird, awkward conversations? Can you think of one event that you'd like to share? Um, I have like a couple, but I'll stick, I'll go with one. So I was out on a date with this guy. We were just at a bar, like watch, I think it was a basketball game we were watching. It was like a pretty crowded bar. I wasn't really feeling it. I was like, this isn't, first of all, I don't watch sports on TV. I'm like, this just isn't my, it was just like a crowded bar and with all these like guys screaming and he's like so into the game, but he kept like, he did not take his hands off of me, whether it was like on my back or on my shoulder, or, like on my leg. And I was just feeling so claustrophobic and I just wasn't, this was our first date. Mm -hmm. I just wasn't feeling it. And I don't understand how he didn't get like the body language. You know what I mean? Like my body language alone, like should have, you know, given him, cause I kept like pushing away and 
not pushing away, but like leaning the other way. So we were leaving and I was like, okay, like I'm going to go home. Like I'm just going to get on the train and, you know, go uptown. And he's like, okay. And he kept like just walking with me and like putting his hand on my back and like trying, I had my hands in my pockets and he was just following me like on the train and he follows me all the way uptown and he's just sit like literally was just standing there it was so awkward and I'm like you know my hands are still in my pocket I'm like oh my god stop touching me like and he went in to kiss me and I like leaned back and he goes he literally goes well this is awkward and it's like buddy I like have not given you any indication that like I'm into this I just don't understand how he didn't get it it was so awkward and I was like and I feel bad you know because I'm like oh like he's nice and he's a good guy but like I just wasn't into it but it is like Like, you know know, even that like it's one thing if you feel like you said like that spark or or whatever but if Mm -hmm. it's not there like don't force it because exactly you're, you're not gonna get a second date out of that and the whole like just like walking like it's like one thing to walk someone to the train like that's fine or you know make sure they get to like their car safe I like I appreciate that you know what I mean that's but I also appreciate when like guys ask you know what I mean instead of just assume, like he could have been like do you want me to like walk you uptown and I would have been like no it's okay like no you don't need to mm-hmm. I just want to get out of there you know what I mean and for it to like linger all the way up like we were all the way downtown and for it to like linger all the way up town it was like it was just a really weird feeling I don't know it made me really uncomfortable and Abby what about you um I had a well I had a similar one minus the stocking part but I uh I showed up to this date and the guy was already drunk and we were meeting like at a restaurant bar place and he had texted me before that like he had had drinks with his friends and that he was going to be late and I was like okay whatever and then I get there and it's fun, like, it's really fun and we're enjoying like good conversation and like, we're like, I don't know, like we're really into each other and stuff. And then we just like, he kept being like, let's go to another bar. Let's go to another place. And I'd be like, okay, like fine. And it was like a Wednesday or a Thursday. So like we both had to get up and go to work the next day. And so we just kept going and drinking more. And I just remember him, like, he always had his hands like, and like on my inner thigh and it was like the first time I was like, man, not really into it. And then I was like, wait, we're both very drunk and like, Mm, this is uncomfortable and then he's like okay like let's go to this one let's go to this one and I was just this is this is fun like it was all like blurred lines you know where it was like I was into this guy we're having fun but then it was like I I also am not like super into like keeping like keep drinking and going to like more places and stuff with this person not just staying in the same neighborhood too like we were like oh like we'll go into Cambridge now we'll go into like other places so just like getting further away from where my car was or like where I was like near where I left. I don't know. It was just uncomfortable. Too much drinking, but then it was confusing because it was like, but I, he's still fun. It's just that mm-hmm. he's, you know, being way too aggressive. So, and I feel like the online dating, that expectation is, I don't know how to like say it, but it's almost like when you go out on a date, it's expected that like you're going to date. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So I feel like the men feel comfortable to either like put their arm around. I don't know. And I think the expectation is too, like, oh, we're out. So something has to happen, whether it's we make out or we go hook up somewhere. Like, I feel like it just moves so fast because either they think that they know a lot about you already, 
or they're just like, hey, she's on the app. I want to get laid. She most likely wants to get laid as well. Before we wrap up, you are both newly 30. So welcome to your 30s. And you're <laughs> Thank single, you. Thank you. no judgment, single. So how are you feeling about that? Do you, are you excited about this next decade in your life? Are you feeling more pressure to settle down? Do you want to go on as many dates and live it up and date as many people? Like, where are you both at now that you're, you're in this new phase of your lives? So I don't know. I'm pretty comfortable where I am right now. I do feel a lot of pressure, especially from my mom in particular, because every time I see her, it's, I want grand, it's all about like grandkids, 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 grandkids. So I'm like, mom, like, I I feel like 30 is still young. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't feel like it's that old to like not be married. And I feel Mm -hmm. like society that we live in now, there's so much pressure to like, find a partner and settle down and get married and have kids. And it's like, I still have so much that I want to do. Like I have a lot of traveling I want to do. And like, you just can't do that when you're, you can, when you're settled down with a partner, but like when you have kids and you get married, like life just kind of gets a hold of you. And that's, that stuff is, isn't a priority anymore. Like my parents just don't understand that because they were married young, kids young, Yeah, you know, I'm enjoying my life. I don't feel like I'm doing anything wrong. Yeah. And you're a young Uh, woman in the city. Like, you know, it's it's like like I'm enjoying and it's like I'm experiencing things that not everyone gets. You know what I mean? So there's so many, so much to do here, so much to see, so many people to me. It's like my day will come and I'm not going to force it. feel similarly to Allie's point. I think I know so much more about myself and who I am compared to being in my 20s, especially early 20s. I think being 30 and moving through this decade, I'm excited to see what happens next. But I also feel like this time around, like the way I'm going to approach dating and approach meeting new people is just from a more grounded place. In my 20s, it was like experimenting with like, who I'm going to go out with, like where I'm going to go, like how I feel, you know, like now I'm just like, I know what I'm looking for. I know who I am. And I know like, you know, where I want to go in my life. Love that. Love that. And I think it just speaks to women in their thirties and 30 and older and kind of where they are. You know, your shit, you own it. Like you two are are so smart. I mean, we all went to the same college, Um, (laughs) (laughs) but just like killing it in life and careers. And I think that's a constant theme. People need to stop looking at this so negatively that you're 30 and single. It really is like you're 30 and thriving, not to be like super hokey in that way, but you know, you're doing things the way that you want to do them. And I think that's super important. And, you know, when the rest comes, it does, whether that's, you know, through Hinge or Tinder or, you know, as your parents recommend, like, I think they were like, you know, you can meet guys at like the grocery store or like you know, places like that. So however it may come. <laughs> Meeting someone at the grocery store would, ne- I don't think ever happen. Oh, I, that would never happen to me. You know, yeah. I'm like, I get in, I get out. I don't talk to anybody. And, yeah. and I'm usually dressed happen. like a homeless woman as well. Me too. So <laughs> I want to thank you both so much for coming on um, and being guests and sharing your stories. You're both awesome. And you know, Allie, whenever you're back in Boston, uh, if COVID ever goes away at some point, all of us need to go out and I want to see you in action and I want to see Abby be weird. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so much fun. Hopefully, you know, the circumstances will change soon. Awesome. Well, thanks to you both. Thank you. Thank you.
So that was a little bit of a long episode, uh, but we want to keep summer going, so why not extend it a little bit longer? Abby and Allie, you guys killed it. Thanks again for sharing your stories, and good luck out there in the city. Uh, May there be a pool that you can both dive into. Next week, we will have a guy on, a single, oh, he's not single anymore, straight guy who has been on the dating apps. I may or may not have seen him on there, um, but I do know him, and he's going to be answering some questions as well, giving some insight as to what the competition is like out there, ladies, on the other side of the dating screen. So you definitely want to tune into that, um, unless he ghosts me. I mean, that would be completely on brand for me and this podcast. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you find your podcast. Give me a rating on iTunes and follow us on Cowboys Gone Pod on Instagram. I'll see you next week. It's looking to be a good one.